0: Bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees—we got them all. So listen up, because we 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 got the buzz. Turn down the what? Aggie fans, welcome to another edition of. The hashtag Big Blues Day podcast episode on the Hive Sports. I am your host Daniel Olson. You can follow me on my personal account. It is at USU the Right Blue because you know I'm the only Aggie fan down out there that that has that as the as my handle. So um, make sure to follow that. I always love hearing your feedback from Aggie fans and also. For the, the Hive Sports, you can follow us um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search at the, T-H-E, Hive. I just say that because it, when I, sound, I say it, it sounds like Beehive, but it's The Hive Sports, um, at The Hive Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and you can search us on Facebook as well. And you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts and on Apple feel free to to subscribe and give us a five star rating and review if you have an Apple um, device so with that out of the way let's get this started it's been a couple weeks um, now the plan is to switch off between BYU and Utah State I I can't be biased and do Utah State every week but we just have so many uh, podcasts we have a new southern Utah one coming out on Sundays and so so still working on Getting enough coverage and and time, because because we have a, a a big task that we're we're trying to cover all the sports in the Beehive State and and we're um increasing and growing our our group. So if any of you Aggies are actually interested in participating in writing for us or jumping on the pot and and hosting some podcasts or social media, anything you want to do, you can. Um, reach out to me um, at the, the Hive Sports at gmail.com. Uh, we have a couple of positions that are are posted random random places, but um, specifically, if, if you're interested, you can just reach out directly to me and, and we would be happy to have you uh, join our team, and especially for this Aggie coverage. We're trying to cover the Aggies, but um, cover all the other schools as well, but since you know, I'm an Aggie alumni, I want to see the Aggies be represented as good as, or even more so, if possible, um, so that we can just have equal representation. I know a lot of times BYU and Utah, like Desert News and Salt Lake Tribune, yeah, some of them do a good job at covering the local schools. Um, Aggies, maybe not as much down in Salt Lake and Provo, but, but more so in and maybe the Herald Journal or the Cache Valley Daily, but yeah. We're... Our goal is to cover your Aggies and any other team, the Utah Jazz, Real Salt Lake, whatever you want to listen to. So, with that out of the way, um, let's just talk some Aggie sports for a bit. Uh, so, I want to touch on basketball because basketball has been on fire for the boys and girls. They've had a little bit of COVID and cancellations, but still looking good. But the last time we talked, um, the Aggies had, we talked about how the Aggies swept Air Force. Well, they have gone four and O since then. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but they have won. Are we at nine straight now? Let's let's see here. We are. We're definitely first in the Mountain West. Um, we're tied with Boise. We're eight and O in conference play. Eleven and three overall. So since we had a couple rough losses out of conference, we're just owning it in conference. And our streak is at now at ten straight. So that dates back to some of the last couple games against some uh, a big sky. So, so some of the smaller Division one schools and some Division two schools in non conference and then conference. I admit we played some of the bottom half. I mean, San Jose State is 0 and 8 right now. New Mexico's 0 and 7, and Air Force is 2 and 6. So, so those three teams near the bottom, not the most impressive. But um, so so yeah, going along with that. So New Mexico, we did beat them twice the last time we talked. Those those were just solid like thirty, almost forty point victories. So props on that. It's been so long ago. Now I have the next series fresh in my mind, which is a little bit tougher of a, a team. San Diego State um, going into the, into the game against the Aggies, they had really only lost. They had one non-conference loss to BYU, and a conference loss to Colorado State, which they were ahead by 25, and they just blew that one. So going into this, uh, definitely was worried. I was hoping that we'd at least split it. And for a while in that second game, it looked like we might, because the first game, it seemed like everything was going our way. Let's just look at some of the stats. So the first half, we held San Diego State to 20 points. So the Aggies, post-Sam Merrill, um, it's a little bit harder, right? Because you don't have that bonafide fide guy that can just get buckets every time and score. So we have some guys that can get scores, but I feel like we do best when there's ball movement and we're not an ISO, like give it to one guy and let him ISO team. We move the ball beautifully. It kind of reminds me of the Jazz and the Pros, but... Um, so we moved the ball well on offense and we defend well, really well on defense. Um, I think they were saying, I saw a stat, I'll have to look it up to let you know for sure, but there was a tweet where I saw that the Aggies had only let, um, uh, like the last time the Aggies held this many conference opponents to 45 points was like maybe in the 1950s or something long ago, like before the three-point era, so... We're definitely defending at a very high level, and it helps when you have Kada in the middle because he's really not—he's kind of like the Rudy Gobert of the Utah State Aggies for the, for you Jazz fans out there. He's just—it's really hard at the college level for people to guard on uh, to score in the 7-footer who has shot-blocking abilities. Um, so San Diego State, they've traditionally been a pretty tough team for the Aggies to beat, um— the show was definitely tweeting and saying, we have the overall series, but you know, the last uh, couple of times, at least when it counts in the Mountain West tournament, the conference tournament, the Aggies have beat them in back-to-back Mountain West championship games. And it would be cool to see a part three, but um, let's talk a little bit about San Diego State. Cause I mean, they're kind of struggling. They've, they've slipped back since, I mean, we made them slip back to Tied for fourth in the conference with Nevada. Well, Nevada is five and three. San Diego State is three and three in the conference now. So um, I think there might have been some cancellations. They might need to make have some makeup games. But San Diego State did have an issue in the first game that their one of their star um, players on their team, Matt Mitchell. For those of you who don't know, he's he's a good he's the leading scorer on the team. Has averaged 15.3 points per game so far. He went he got injured in the first game. It was like the last, final few minutes, and I worked with trainers. He actually made a tweet. It made me really happy to see that that the Aggie athletic training staff did some work to help him get che- checked, get an MRI. They were just really nice to work with. So I'm I'm happy for that. Um, I think that the majority of Aggies um wish him well and uh, and I know there was some questions um the sh- when the show was tweeting they were there there were a couple of replies that some Aggies were were trolling a little bit and we know honestly it's tasted their own mess and they troll too but when it comes down to it like we never wish ill will on a player so definitely hope that Matt Mitchell gets better. Um but as a whole, looking at just at the game now, so Matt Mitchell played most of that game and he only had 10 points and then sat out, I mean he was a game time decision but it sounds like following the MRI might be a couple weeks because um, there's just some soreness. I think it was around the Achilles area and so you don't want to see that turn into like, I think there was like a meniscus or yeah, I think maybe it was actually his knee. So you don't wanna see that get worse or, or if that's the place that has given him trouble in the past. But the Aggies um, going into the second game. That was an even bigger game. It was on CBS, not not the CBS Sports, the little CBS Junior that we we see some Aggie games on, but the CBS network that you know you, you guys have heard of. And like it's a national channel that basically anybody that has a cable or even an antenna has CBS. So um, it was a 11:30 a.m. game. I think with a lot of cancellations. You know, this became. One of the first aggie games to be broadcast on cbs on one of those national um tv channels and since forever basically so it was a lot of pressure a lot of hype going into the game the aggies this game was a little bit tougher we started um we actually went into halftime down 32 to 22 so we just couldn't get things going um somehow in the second half there was some good Kada, Nemius Keda plays where he just stole it, dunked it, blocked it. He's just Kada was looking good in this game. Um actually he was actually looking good in the very good in the first game. If I had to give the game balls, I'd give it to Nemius Kada for the first game. He had 16 rebounds, 14 points, um 3 steals and a block. So, first game goes to Kada. The second game, I'm actually gonna give it to a guy who you maybe don't hear about as much, um, Stephen Ashworth. I made a tweet before the game, just kind of being funny, saying that he's the best player to play at, ever play at Lone Peak, and some of you guys can maybe take that as yeah, maybe that was a shot at BYU, but um, that, and and definitely we know that there's some a lot of a lot of former BYU players that played for that great program in Lone Peak and also a a Duke basketball player Frank Jackson but while I don't think I think that's a little premature to dub him that I do see him being a great Aggie um he just I was really impressed with his defense his his unselfishness moving the ball and he is a shooter guys he he shot 3 for 6 in the second game with a total of 17 points I don't think I've seen him miss a free throw this season he might have but I definitely did not see it. Oh, well, it says here he's 85%, so yeah, he may have missed a couple of free throws, but I can't remember the last time I've seen him miss one. Um, he's not a big guy, he's six foot one, 170 170-pound freshman. He, he's a return missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but uh, so he looked good. Um, overall, it was a great Aggie win. It was really close going down the stretch. If I remember right, it was like within a possession near the end of the game. And um, the probability kind of just went back and forth between like 50, kind of 50, 50 game. Um, there was um, near the end, we were up like three with 10 seconds to go or, and Marco Anthony missed the first free throw. We were probably all biting our fingernails, then made the second. So yeah, there was some missed shots back and forth. It was just crazy. Um, and so they made a, a, a free throw. Um, they made, went one for two and were down three, so then we had to make some timeouts, and it was just, it was just a crazy game. Um, but yeah, Stephen asked for to actually close the game with two free throws to kind of ice the game because San Diego State went one for two and was down for, th- made it a three point game with three seconds, and, and so we were just trying to get the ball in and not get it stolen. And, um, yeah, we got it to the right guy, and Stephen Ashworth made it. So, great win for the Aggies. Um, so, now we'll get back to men's basketball, but I want to talk, touch on women's for a bit. Uh, it's been a while since they've played a game. They actually haven't, well, three of their last four games have been canceled. Um, they did, they did um, unfortunately, we didn't get the San Diego State sweep on Thursday night, because San Diego State beat... Our Lady Aggie is sixty-eight to sixty, but we still had um, Latone. I'm, hopefully, I don't butcher her name, but she had thirty points on Thursday. Um, so, so great showing by her. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't get that win. But in the conference, we're looking we're looking decent. I think we're two and two in conference. Might have been more if New Mexico State. The, both of those games got canceled. The second of the San Diego State games got canceled. So. Just a lot of COVID issues, it seems like, in some of those teams. Um, Utah State, uh, I think since we last spoke, yeah, in the last podcast we recapped the win against Air Force, so not a lot of news on the women's side, but I'm really hoping um, that we see some games get played. There's um, Utah State goes at, at Colorado State to play two games there on Wednesday and Friday while the men will be hosting Colorado State. And look out, Colorado State is actually pretty good on the women's side and and the men's side. On the women's side, they're four and two um, in conference and eight and two in over, overall. I think, the, so I, I confess, Aggies, I need to go to more women's games, but the one game I did see, it was probably five years ago against Colorado State, and the women, those women took it to us. Um, I think Kayla Art is doing a really good job in her first year. I think she's really hungry, um, competitive. She wants to build a good program, whereas the Aggies, they've had a couple of decent seasons, but they've never really broken onto the scene. And we don't really remember the last time they made a NCAA tournament. Their their program was canceled for a while and it came back. And just wish the Lady Aggies well want to keep light. And they, A blue for their games as well as the men's. Um, I enjoy seeing it, and and also I want to give a shout out to all of you Aggies who pitched in. We um, Spencer Cox, our governor of Utah, was looking for a um, some stuff to decorate his office, or he made a tweet showing a picture of his office, and 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 J P. Swenson, the the guy that I've kind of done some free advertising for, just talking about his light up Aggie A that I actually won one around Christmas time. And he's get so he's giving some free ones out, but we all pitched in, or some of us Aggies, we we would JP, Swenson, and Heaton, and he's delivering. Probably as we speak, hopefully it'll get there. It's it's on its way to the governor, so it'd be nice to see the governor have his Aggie A get lit up blue when the Aggies win as well. So, all right, the last thing I wanted to do was just one thing i I've been doing for. Um, football and sorry, we we haven't had a lot of Aggie news this week just because our main guy Bobby Wagner went out in the first round. Well, I guess we can talk about that a little bit because last week we didn't. Unfortunately, we didn't have a an episode. But what Bobby Wagner got about 16 tackles and a sack. Unfortunately for him and all of you Seahawks fans or just Bobby Wagner fans, like it came in a losing effort. But the Rams ended up losing anyways to Packers. So so maybe um, it was just inevitable anyways. And, and hopefully Seattle can continue to build a contender for... Because Bobby Wagner is one of the few Legion of Boom members left. But anyways, I say um, I'm just talking about the top five rankings because I, I did a top five rankings, mostly Utes, Cougars, and... And actually, Weber State Wildcat, um, and which so, so make sure to go and and search that on thehivesports.com if you're interested in other players that played college in the state of Utah. But um, so I decided I wanted to do a top five rankings for Aggies. So since we're in basketball season, I kind of want to just rank the top five wins for the men first, and then hopefully the, the next time we talk, maybe in two weeks from now or so, we can. Um, rank the the best wins for the women's side so um, we'll start from the the fifth one and go all the way up to my favorite and you can if you disagree please feel free to reach out to me or or go or mess you can direct message at the hive sports on Twitter or Facebook or whatever Um, so just looking at the games and what I remember about them. So New Mexico, that was one of the games where we held a conference opponent under fifty points, or actually to forty-five points. It was seventy-seven to forty-five, um, and that was. But the last time we spoke, we were kind of previewing that game, so we so we won that, and um, just all around a great team win. Keda had eighteen points. Marco Anthony had fifteen points. Alfonso Anderson lit it up with fourteen points off the bench. So. So great performances overall by a lot of Aggies and just great defensive performance. So I just have that one as the fifth, and there's been there's been quite a few because overall, like I said, the Aggies 11 and three on the season. Um, so the fourth one I had was the one game that we actually won in the Bad Boy Mowers Crossover Classic. I know we want to forget the first two because we just got blown out by some decent mid-major teams but you don't if you're the Aggies and you're one of the best in the Mountain West like you don't lose to those teams but I think that right now if we had to play those games again I think our defense is a lot better so we'd be more on point there and the games would be a lot closer like we're not gonna just if it's a shootout like trying to beat somebody to score 90 points we're probably not gonna win in a shootout so we gotta play good defense which we have been doing um so we beat Northern Iowa. That was way that was a while ago. I think that was in November. That was around Thanksgiving weekend. It was on Black Friday. We won eighty two to seventy-one. Got some confidence back. Um so we avoided our first 0 and three start since the nineties and but then yeah, we went one and three, we lost to BYU. But since we lost to BYU, we have not lost since um December fifth. But anyways that Game against Northern Iowa, I particularly liked it because Marco Anthony had really struggled. He was this hyped guy coming out of, a transfer coming out of Virginia, and he just was not playing like a guy out of the ACC. He was playing out of, like, I don't know what, maybe some Division II. Like, he just wasn't shooting very well. But, um, so he scored 22 points and just really got some confidence He's not our leading scorer, but he's capable of scoring. He's a athletic guy, and he, uh, you know if he's from Virginia, he knows how to defend. Um, the third one I would say is um, our first game against San Jose State, and I know the quality of opponent maybe isn't great because, yeah, San Jose State's the last in Mountain West, but we dropped triple digits on them. We won 107-62, to 62. so what better way to start the Mountain West play than to do that and that was back on December 21st so I have that as the as the third best um, we had we had a, basically everybody found time on the court even some guys I've we haven't really seen much like Shulga had six points like Zapala had three <laughs> um, so just a lot of guys that don't really see the floor as much And so I'm grateful that that they got some time because hopefully maybe their number will be called on in future years. Um, so going to the second and first, it has to be um, both San Diego State games. But let me tell you which one I personally liked more. Um, well, the second game I actually had as my ranked my number two, and I know you guys are probably screaming, but the second game was on national TV. That should be the best. Like I, I agree, but we. Didn't i felt like we didn't have two halves of great basketball we were kind of sloppy with the turnovers and just not hitting shots in the first half i i think the hustle was still there but it just a little bit of fatigue just because you're playing um the same team twice in actually 36 hours because the first game on thursday was a night game at seven and then we, we played this game in the morning 11:30. there's probably a lot of They're not, even Kata said after they won, he's like, it's gonna be a different game. Like, we're not used to playing in the morning. And you could tell that the Aggies weren't the first half, but then they came back and won that one. So it's still the second one, only just because I think all of us Aggies were hyped for the San Diego State. It's become a rivalry. Maybe it hasn't quite reached, and I say this with caution, because I know I'm talking to Aggies here, but it hasn't quite reached um, Kawhi versus Jimmer level, but I think it's pretty dang close because these are two teams that are, are good teams. Um, it'd be nice if we can like both like make a run and get like ranked in the top twenty-five one of these years. I think that's kind of what happened when because when Jimmer was playing against Kawhi, like besides losing to each other, I mean they hadn't really lost any much other games and. I think credit to BYU, um, give a credit where credit is due. They they beat San Diego State twice in that Jimmers senior year and then lost in the conference tournament. So one thing the Aggies don't do against San Diego State is lose in the conference tournament. But anyways, I digress. So great game, as as we talked about a little bit earlier. Just solid performance from Ashworth. Um, Keita had a double-double, 10 rebounds and 10 points. So. Really good overall. Justin Bean he struggled a little bit. Actually, Kata actually fouled out. So I think that was amazing that we were able to hold on because he fouled out with a couple minutes left. And Craig Smith had to send him out quite a bit because of the foul trouble and some ticky-tack calls from the refs. Don't want to call out the refs, but um, I I don't play in college, so the ref, I can't be fined by anybody by <laughs> by saying that there were some ticky-tack calls. <laughs> so with that, we will just say the. First game against San Diego State was my favorite because I love me some defense. And guess what, Aggies? We held them to the, like, formerly, like, the San Diego State was ranked, like, in the top 25 to start the year, and was ranked, um, and still getting votes. I don't think they have votes this week. I actually checked, the AP votes came out, and actually the Aggies got one vote. So, um, this guy named Geoff Grammer, and that who writes for Albuquerque, props to you for being the one person who has the guts and the brains to, to, put the, to vote for the Aggies in the top 25. And, and I realized with our conference and everything, yeah, may, maybe we need to keep beating some of these top teams in the conference because San Diego State isn't the only good team. They said um, in the broadcast in CBS that it's a Colorado State, Boise State, and even San Diego State. Once they get Matt Mitchell back, like these all look like they could be tournament teams. The question is, Who's going to win enough games to get the best net rating, and and also you, you Aggie fans should know that the Aggies have I think the best Ken Palm rating right now uh, in the state. Um, and and that and Ken Palm does it a little bit differently. It, it's rewarding the Aggies because most of their games they've been able to play and and they've won a lot. So um, Aggies are looking good. So yeah, the first game, like I said, I'm I'm raking it my my top win so far of the year because of the defense. So, hopefully, you like those rankings. We're gonna uh, try to do a top five. Just want to keep fan engagement going because I know it's fun to recap and talk about games and box scores. But um, we all love our we all love rankings. So, and I always love to hear your opinions. So again, reach out to at the Hive Sports and let us know what you what your favorite game's been so far. And I'm sure there'll be many more to come. Colorado State's a great team. Let's see if we can sweep them. We we did last year with Sam Merrill, but um, Sam had to be great. So we don't have Sam, so we're gonna have to collectively play well as a team to win. But that'll do it for our hashtag #BigBluesDay, and it's been really fun covering the Aggies. And and even though it might be a couple weeks before we have another podcast, stay tuned for all the the articles or social media posts. I'd definitely love to have fun talking about the Aggies. Um, even even as I was recording this, um, the Sam Sam Merrill didn't unfortunately get any playing time, but the Bucks missed a game winning three or chance to win. And so right after that I tweeted like, Sam Merrill should have gotten in the game. <laughs> so um, hopefully we see some more Aggies playing the pros because right now they're killing it profe- um, in the collegiate ranks. And, and if their number's called, you can bet that those Aggies will make plays. And, that's that's a wrap now and just got to say Aggie's all the way and we will talk to you next time Dumb. Turn down for what?